Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It is a wonderful Monday. It is January 28th. It's 2019, and we have five basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. As always, on Monday, I'm joined by my buddy, Will, Chief Justice 06. How are you doing, my friend? Doing great, man. This, uh, you know, not that we always get a short podcast, but this ought to be a shorter one. We have a few games, some that we probably don't like. And, uh, man. I, I still think we'll have some nuggets to dig up, but I'm doing great, man. Good to hang out on the pod with you. I got the NASCAR package notification that is coming up, so uh, that's exciting, and um, hopefully everybody hops on board this year. Uh, anyway, well, I'm, I'm sure you'll get into that later on. So, yeah, excited to come on, man. Let, let's do it. Yeah, package uh, dropping today, Monday. Um, details will be up on the website and on Twitter and all that good stuff here. Sometime on Monday, uh, we just got done recording a preseason show. So when you pull up the NASCAR package, you'll get to hear me and Mark um, talk for like an hour and 10 minutes about uh, 2018 and, and then previewing 2019, talking about all the changes and stuff. So, yeah, it's exciting. But yeah, shorter slate today, but I do have some housekeeping things to talk about. FantasyDraft.com, if you guys have not checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there, check them out. It's FantasyDraft.com. Sign up through the Roto-Grinders links. That way you guys get access to any cool promos that we do with Fantasy Draft. Um, you know, awesome stuff that they got going on over there. They have a $15,000 pick and roll, $25 buy-in tonight. They have a $25,000 pick and roll up for Wednesday. You can win satellite tickets into that for as low as $2 if you want to try to win a satellite so you don't have to pay the whole $25. They have those up in the lobby right now. But I do have some an announcement to make when it comes to Fantasy Draft. I don't know if you guys have followed along on Twitter or maybe played in the Morning Grind League that we've run on DraftKings the last couple weeks. Um, but we're going to be doing a Fantasy Draft daily league Every day, Monday through Friday, just like the podcast. So if you want to get involved in this, so it's going to happen. We're going to only make it 50 people on Monday. I want to see how fast this thing fills, and it's going to be a $5 price point, paid out normal structure. I think it's going to pay like the top like five or six, seven spots. So if you win, be a nice little payout. Um, it's nice little tournament to play with, you know, whoever's hosting with me that day, whoever wants to get into it as far as hosts go. I'm going to be in it every day that I can play it and don't have something going on. Um, so, yes, every day I will post the link in the comment section of the podcast on the website. Um, I will probably post the Monday one on Twitter. Uh, so if you want to get into the first one. Again, I want this thing to fill. I, I want to play every day with you guys. So we're giving you guys another reason to play. Each winner from each day the five winners will play each week and the winner of that will get a, a contest ticket on, on, on fantasy draft. And then we're going to do a monthly winner where the four monthly winners are five. However, the weeks and the month go, we'll play each other and we're going to do something fun. Um, something fun. Fantasy draft going to hook you guys up with something fun. 
RG is going to hook you up with some RG swag uh, for the monthly winner. So gives you even more reason to play in our daily league. I want to fill this thing every day. I want to play with you guys um, on Fantasy Draft each and every day. Uh, so, I, again, I want to fill this thing. So I'll be posting the link on Twitter and in chat or in the comment section for the first day sometime on Monday, probably whenever I wake up around like 10 o'clock. Uh, so make sure you guys are checking that out. Will, we got five games to talk about here. Uh, we get started with New York at Charlotte, 217.5 total. Charlotte favored by 10.5 in this game. Um, you know, Zeller's still out. Kimba is probable, and then Moutier is out. Um, he had that shoulder sprain. Cornette is out. The big question here is um, – it sounds like Frankie N's not going to play it, or travel with the team is what I, I read on Twitter um, not too long before we started here. So expected Frankie N to sit here as well. So a lot of injury news on the New York side. Let's start on the New York side. One, do you think this game stays close? Two, does it matter today with three games and double digits out of five? And four? Did I go one, two, three, four? Four? Uh, what do you think about the New York side? Yeah, listen, I don't I don't think Newly Kidding is gonna send. I mean, I, I I've been following, I got an alert about 16 minutes ago, said he's doubtful for Monday, and I, I think he's not gonna play. Listen, just play Trey Burke. So the reason why I haven't been on Trey Burke is because you know they had so many guys, but now when you take Frankie Nicotine out of the equation, uh Trey Burke, I think he's probably just gonna become the de facto value on the slate. Um you know, I mean, if you're looking at him here on Fantasy Draft, I mean, Trey Burke's 8,600. Like, why? We just don't have a reason to fade him here. I'm going to get big minutes. Uh, you know, I've talked about it all season that Kemba hasn't been able, for some reason, to play good defense this year. Hasn't been stopping anybody. So, Trey Burke, uh, he's my number one New York Nick. Uh, you know, maybe I look at a guy like Tim Hardaway. Maybe a guy like Kevin Knox can, can really – Pick it up. I think Kevin Knox is sneaky here in this spot as well, uh, especially if his minutes can kind of trend back into the 30s in this spot. If they keep it close, I think they'll be. I think they'll they'll have a chance to do some damage here. Um, but those those are the guys I'm kind of looking at. Noah Vonley. I do think this is somewhat of a revenge game for him. We drafted him, I think tenth or ninth. It was either ninth, tenth, or eleventh overall a couple years ago, and we just stashed him on the bench. Didn't play him. Shipped him to Portland, him and Gerald, Gerald Henderson, if anybody remembers that deal, went to Portland, and now he's in New York and he's playing big minutes. Noah Vonley, this could be a sneaky, you should have played me when you had the chance spot. Those would be the three Knicks I'd be looking at. Uh, Burke, Kevin Knox, Noah Vonley. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like they're going to give Cantor any run. It sounds like they want to move Cantor. He's not fitting the system um whatever the heck that's supposed to mean like play play one of your better guys like that's how i feel about it but they're in full tank mode they want to move canter um i, I agree burke is certainly in play here I, I think like honestly i think dotson or hazonia could win you a slate if you can guess which one is going to i, I think they both play mid 20s to lower 30 minutes in this game mid 20 to higher 20 minutes Dotson and Mario Hozonia. I feel like if you can get the right one if you can guess which one is going to shoot the ball well and maybe this is a multi-entry thing 
I feel like one of those two guys could win you a slate at their price. They're both almost mid-salary um, and could be an interesting pivot off of Burke. Um, I think both of those guys in play, they're both coming off of solid games on uh, against the Miami Heat on Sunday. So Dotson and Mario Hazonia tournament plays, but outside of that, everything that Will said, uh, they want to give Vonley the minutes right now. They're giving – Robinson, a little bit of run. Um, he just hasn't got enough minutes yet. I think that I- until he starts to see, he starts to approach those 30 minutes that we see um, more run. But they want to give Lance Thomas minutes, and they're not giving Knox minutes. And Man, New York's a mess. Charlotte, um, team that you're very familiar with here. Not too much has changed. Eller's still out. Kemba's probable. Um, really hated to see him get hurt the other night. Um, oh, man. And going oh. into OT. Um, played him. You were like, "Oh, we get no, 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 we didn't." Um, what's your thoughts here on the Charlotte side? Well, I think it, no secret. I've got some of my favorite go-to guys, and guess who it is? I mean, it's Marvin Williams Day again. Uh, continues to just be too cheap. I don't know what he has to do. Ten two on fantasy draft, plug and play. In my opinion, uh, he, he's he's one of my one of my favorite plays on the slate. Uh, on all sites, just because when I wake up in the morning and it's Marvin Williams day, I know he's not going to get any ownership. And that's what, that's what's so exciting about this whole situation. No one's jumping out of bed to play Marvin Williams. Well, I am. So uh, I'm just going to plug him in again. Uh, obviously, you know, we, we, we think Kim was going to play all-star game was approaching. Maybe they find a way to say, Hey, maybe just give him a deck. Cause he didn't practice today. They, uh, they sent him home to see if he could kind of get over everything that was going on. So I, I do think this is a situation to monitor. Uh, they, they've He's questionable. I, I think we monitor it um, and just kind of see how it goes. If Kimba's out, then, I mean, Tony Parker, just fire him up. Um, you know, and maybe, maybe a little bit of Malik Monk. Jeremy Lamb I like regardless, uh, but Marvin Williams is my favorite. And then right back on the other side, we get a little bit of Willie Hernan Gomez. Maybe he's out to get the Knicks. You know, maybe he gets some some extended run. Who knows? Um, but I think he's a guy that uh, we can look at as well. Yeah, I don't love uh, the Charlotte side here. Um, if Kimba sits, I have a lot more love for the um, Charlotte side. If Kimba sits, I'm going to be all about Malik Monk um, I, I, and, and Jeremy Lamb. Uh, I will not play Tony Parker if Kimba sits. I would. I, 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 I'd be willing to tell you that Tony Parker would get more minutes than Malik Monk if Kimba sits. And I still think Malik Monk could outscore him. Like, give Malik Monk 20 to 25 minutes and give Parker 30 minutes. I, I, I will take Monk. What, what if I told you I thought Devontae Graham would get more minutes than Malik Monk if Kimba sits? Then I'm going to be pissed, okay? <laughs> I'm telling you, I. I don't. I don't know what's going on. Malik's in the doghouse, man. He, he's in the doghouse. I. Uh, either way, we're playing Jeremy Lamb, right? Like that's the either, guy either way. Either way. Yeah, yeah. Either way. Either way. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I mean, I think Monk's an okay play. I just know there's a, there's a road where he still gets 15 minutes, and Tony Parker gets like 28 minutes, and Devontae Graham gets like 25 minutes, and you're like, what just happened? So I'm just I'm playing. I'm I'm doing your role today. I'm playing Charlotte Hornets. Devil's advocate. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Tony Parker's really cheap. If he got 25 minutes at this price, I just they don't like to play him a lot of minutes. Um, 
that's my biggest concern is do they give Parker the minutes or do they give a young guy the minutes? Um, if we got news that like Parker was going to start and start and play 25 minutes, then I would probably play him, but got to get that news. Like I, I Absolutely. cannot play. I, I cannot play like, um, Oh, Kimba's Kimba's out. They're going to start somebody else and still keep Parker off the bench. Then I would not play Parker. So Golden State at Indiana taking on um, the Pacers here. 227 total. Golden State favored by 10. Jarepko's out and Oladipo's out. Um, let's start with Golden State. What do we have here for the Warriors? Man, so, guys, you know I don't I don't buy into blowouts. I don't. But I still like to use common sense. This game, this game has blowout written all over it to me. Um, I, I, I almost don't want to play anyone. Like, <clears throat> Because the slate is somewhat thin, and, and by thin I mean, you know, you've got Curry, Clay, Durant, Draymond, Boogie. We really don't know which one of these guys is going to have the big game for the rest of the season. Uh, I guess maybe until Boogie is, is pegged in at 30 minutes. So I think I, I, I'm always going to have some interest in a guy like Curry, some interest in Durant, um, you know, and I think it's more slate dependent. On this particular slate, you know, instead of Curry, I probably play Kyrie. Um, I don't see a whole lot of small forward power, uh, firepower, so I think I just side with Kevin Durant as the de facto uh, number one small forward on the slate, and I think that's how I would approach it. I think he's the only uh, small forward, I, only only play I would make from this team, unless Boogie's minutes go from twenty five or twenty four to thirty minutes. He's the only person I would play, and, and I hate to say that, but I just—he's just the only one. I, I wouldn't play anyone else. Yeah, when the Warriors are healthy, they're a tough team to play. When the Warriors are in games that they should win um, without any question, um, they're a tough team to play. I, I honestly like Curry and Clay would be the two guys. Boogie's taking some rebounds away from Durant and Draymond, um, and just kind of hurts their upside a little bit. So Curry, Curry or Clay, but I, I don't like if I'm. I'm playing anybody here. It might be like Looney at under 4K with no Drepko. You know Looney's going to play 20 to 25 minutes. Um, but I don't think we're going to be starving for value today. So I don't know if he's like a guy we would end up on, at, you know, in, in any case. So um, on the – I mean, Draymond's cheap enough. Like he's – He is cheap enough. He's yeah. cheap enough to play. Like, you know, but he's not a must play, I don't think. No, he's a guy that's probably going to get you 5-6x. I don't think he's a guy that's going to get you 7-8x, which on a five-game slate, you give me a guy that's going to give me 6x, I'll be very happy with that. Yeah. Um, The Pacers side of things. <laughs> hey, Will, uh, Tyreek Evans is back in our lives, and people are going to keep playing him, and I'm going to keep fading him. Yeah, Um. I didn't play him this weekend, and thank God I didn't. He just doesn't have the juice anymore, man. Um, he's, he's just not getting it done. And he's going to have a game that he sprinkles in 50 fantasy points. I am well aware. And when that game happens, I will just hope that the rest of my lineup has enough juice to carry me through. But I'm not, I'm not playing Tyreek Evans as well. Uh, I would most certainly play a guy like Bogdanovich before I played Tyreek. Uh, I would definitely play Darren Collison before Tyreek. Um, I'd even play Thaddeus Young before I played Tyreek. And you know how much I don't like Thaddeus Young. 
Uh, but but I'd be willing to play him. I just he's just not a guy that I'm going to play. Uh, Miles Turner at 6800, I think is fair, uh, but I, I don't love it. This this game just I just don't like this game. Um, so I, I, it's really going to be a stay away. I don't, I don't think I'm going to play a single Indiana Pacer on this slate. Yeah, and it's probably a good strategy. Like Collison's the guy that stands out the most. You don't think this game stays close? Maybe play um, Corey Joseph at cheap. But again, we're not starving for value. Um, you'd expect people to get bumps without Old Depot, but we saw it earlier this season that just like nobody really got a huge bump. I will say, Darren Collison, when I watched him play the other night, I think it was the Toronto game. He was driving the basket more and trying to create more. Um, the assist numbers are up a little bit. The free throw attempts are up a little bit. So maybe we're starting to see Collison try to take more on, more load on. Um, yeah. So, like, the upside is certainly there for Collison on a five-game slate. So he he would be the one pacer that I think I'd, I'd take a shot on here on the slate. Yeah, for sure. And, and by the way, too, just as an aside – Boogie Cousins is seventy two hundred on FanDuel tomorrow. Like, don't play him. What are what's going on? Uh, he's only playing. He played twenty three minutes, put up thirty eight fantasy points against Boston. Just, but that's too much. We we can't play Boogie at these prices until he hits thirty minutes. Yeah, let people play him. That's fine. Oh gosh, Brooklyn at Boston two nineteen and a half total. Another double digit game. Boston favored by ten in this game. Crab Dimwitty Dudley are out. Graham is questionable. And then on the Boston side, um, they're pretty much healthy. Everybody's good to go here. Uh, let's talk with the Brooklyn side of things. What do we like here for the Nets? I mean, we get us another de facto value. Shabazz Napier. Uh, it's it's going to play some minutes. And, uh, you know, even though it's against Boston, I don't care. He's 4,600 on DK. You know, we, we hop on fantasy draft. He is 8,900. I mean, he's another guy that I think you can sprinkle in with Trey Burt. And it's just really going to open this lineup up. The problem is, you know, because there's so much value, where am I going to spend the salary? Um, I, I don't want to play D'Angelo Russell in this spot. Uh, I don't I don't dislike him, but I think I think there are a couple better plays that I can make. Um, so a lot of these guys from the Nets are probably just going to stay away as well. Uh, I don't I don't mind Jared Allen at fifty five hundred. I think that's I mean, that's incredibly fair. Uh, but, you know, the, the more healthy this team gets, the less I want to play him because his minutes are just going to fluctuate so much. Uh, but. But uh, Shabazz Napier, n number one play from the Brooklyn Nets, hands down. Yes, number one play from the Nets. Um, I always love the ceiling of Russell. I, I can't get him right this year, it seems like. But I, I will, I'm willing to play D'Angelo Russell any day because of his ceiling and because of his upside. Two things we need to watch here. We need to watch if, if um, Joe Harris is out. If Joe Harris is out, Theo Pinson is a value guy that I would look at. Um, Carroll would be another guy if Harris is out. Um, I really like this Pinson guy if um, if Carroll – not if Carroll sits, but if um, Harris sits with, with Dinwiddie out and all that stuff. We know that Shabazz is going to get the minutes. Um, I don't hate the Allen call. He might be a lost, um, lost piece in this game. Um, so I, I don't mind it. It's just his minutes are all over the place. So only tournaments, uh, for him, but it's a smaller slate. We got to take some chances here. If we're going to try to win some tournaments. Last thing. Oh man. So sorry, Stevie. Didn't mean to leave this off. 
Ronnie Hollis Jefferson, 3,700. Look, looking like he's going to get 25 minutes. I, it's just it's just another guy on this roster. Seventy three hundred on fantasy draft. I mean, that's just that's insane. Um, so just another guy that we can look at. He's uh, he's thir- he's four K on FanDuel. Just I'm just putting out the fact that he's cheap on every site. Just consider him if you need the value. If you need the value, I think he's another guy. Boston side of things. Um... You know, Kyrie's on another level right now, and, you know, he's gone for 60-plus in four of the last five games. He's just – he's reminding us that Uncle Drew is Uncle Drew. Uh, It's just, like, we have all the value in the world. We can play Kyrie. We can play Curry. We can play the Clippers guys that we're going to talk about against Atlanta. Um, We can play pretty much whatever we want. Like, do you want to play Kyrie over the Golden State guys? Do you want to play Kyrie and the, the Clippers guys? Well, I think it depends on how you think this game is going to go. Uh, you know, we've seen Brooklyn hang with the best of teams. They're just a team that plays hard. I, I caught an interesting stat the other day about Brooklyn. I think these guys are like 19-6 and six, uh, over their last you know, 25 games or something like that. I think it's the best record in the NBA over that span. Really interesting note here. And so these guys, they're going to play hard. I think if I'm going to take a shot on anybody tomorrow, I think Kyrie's one of those guys just because of what he's been doing. Uh, You know, I've been playing Kyrie all year, even before the massive price increases that we've seen. He's just just getting it done, man. I can't – you just can't deny He's getting it done. Uh, You know, you brought brought it up, you know, 60-plus in, you know, four of the last six games, four of the last five. And, I mean, even if we go down, I mean, he's been over 40 uh, in, in a couple of those as well, 45, over 45. I just, I, I think Kyrie's safe. I think he's cash game viable, and he's got the upside to break the slate. And if anybody's going to do it, I, I think it's him. So I, I really like Kyrie here. I will be banging the Kyrie drum. Um, I, I think Al Horford is, is, a, is a good play as well. Uh, for Boston, and I think those would be the two guys that I would look at. I don't think I'd get crazy here. I think I'd just stick with Horford. I think I'd stick with Kyrie. I know Tatum's a lot cheaper. I know Gordon Hayward's back down, Marcus Morris. You know, all the other guys are really cheap, but I, I think Horford and Kyrie are the two guys you play. Yeah, so this these two teams just played like a week ago, and um, Kyrie didn't play in that game, and they blew him out. And then they played earlier this month as well, and they blew them out. So 20-point wins in both of those games. I think 21-point wins in both of those games. I'm super concerned about a blowout is the only reason I might not play Kyrie today. But if you're playing like two Brooklyn players and you want to run it back, I think Kyrie is probably the guy that I would recommend running it back with. It's just you're hoping at that point that, People are like me, and they're going to see that like there's been a couple blowouts in this situation already. Being in Boston definitely worries me, can't lie. Um, but yeah, I like Kyrie. I like Al Horford in this game. I yeah. like Biggs against Brooklyn. Um, well, Horford's been limited in minutes both times these two teams have played. So you can't look at like the season stats for him. He's only played around 22 minutes per game. And the minutes have increase for him he's played over 30 minutes now in four of the last five games he's looked really fresh he's looked really good 
if this game stays close, Horford's another guy that could really benefit from a close game. If this game blows out, Horford probably not going to do anything. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. Uh, couldn't agree more. Outside of that, I don't love Hayward, but the price is so tempting. Anytime you see, like, you, anytime you think Gordon Hayward, Utah days, and you see 4,900, but um, he's just, he, he has a new role with this team, and, I, you know, you can only play him in certain situations if certain people are out. Um, I don't love Marcus Morris or any of these other guys. Uh, if I was going to take a shot, Morris would be the cheap guy that I'd take a shot on over Smart and Rogier and those guys. But again, I don't love, I don't love, the Boston side of things because they play some random, they play some weird people like Wanamaker and um, Tyson and those type of guys when these games blow out. So they don't, they don't typically run like Rogier and smart. So that that's always concerning too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. This is a good coach. He wants to stay healthy. He wants to win the East <laughs> Denver at Memphis, uh, 208 total here. Denver favored by five. Uh, Jamal Murray's out. And then on the Memphis side, Kyle Anderson's questionable. Caspi is doubtful. Jamichael Green is probable. Um, let's start with Denver. Obviously, Jamal Murray being out is a huge hit to this team. Um, but I feel like. I feel like we know where we want to go, right? It's just the price is a little iffy. Um, what are you doing here with Denver? Uh, dare I say, just fire up Nikola Jokic. Now, don't you recommend him, Stevie? I will do the Jokic recommending here because we <laughs> want to get a good return on Jokic. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. But I, I do think Jokic is a good play. I mean, he's another guy last three games, 76, 69, 58. Uh, and then he's got a 49 in there before that. And I do think on a slate like this one, where it's a little wonky and, and things, you know, just don't seem to possibly mesh well. I think trying to take guaranteed points is 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 definitely something that we can do, especially him going against Memphis. Should keep his ownership down a little bit. And uh, so I, I think he's a guy that we can look at. Uh, Will Barton, I think he's a little overpriced now um, on, uh, on, on DK and Fantasy Draft. I just think, you know, at that price, there's just – not a need to play him. Uh, how, how and he same thing on FanDuel 6300. He's got the upside, but I, I just think I'd rather just play Gary Harris, uh, you know, who's, who's a little bit cheaper across the industry. Uh, Memphis has been struggling with wings, so any of these guys, you know, Harris, Beasley, Tory Craig could all have okay games, but that's about it. Um, Trey Lyle's minutes are kind of back up, but he's not a guy that I'm going to look to. I don't want to recommend Jokic, but that was the guy I was like, oh, it's Price. Um, man, seems like a spot you want to look at Jokic just because of all the value. It's it's not it's not a slate that I, I think I'd build more of a balanced approach. There's just so much value that like good value on the slate too. Yeah. Um, I don't mind Will Barton, assuming that the minutes are going to be solid. Um, I think that I'd rather pay for Barton than Harris just because I feel like they'd play – I feel like they'd play Barton 30 minutes in a close game, and at 30 minutes at 6,900, Barton could get there. Um, I don't mind Gary Harris if this game stays close. Paul Millsap's the guy that's kind of off the charts for me a little bit. You know, I feel like the minutes want to be there, but the games haven't stayed close. So I think on a team that is going to play two bigs, uh, as far as like Memphis goes, I think Paul Millsap's a little interesting. But outside of that, it'd just be interesting to see um, 
who they start. If is it going to be Monte Morris? Um, is it going to be Beasley? Uh, I think both one of those two guys is interesting. I'd rather Beasley start. That'd be fantastic for Murray. But um, yeah, that's kind of it. Um, Memphis side of things. What do we like here for the Grizzlies? Oh man, I don't. I don't really like much. Um, just guy, this team just. I, I don't like much here. I, I don't think I'm going to play a single guy from Memphis. Just going to just going to skip over their whole roster. No need to play anybody. It's hard pass. Yeah, I'm just skipping. I'm, I'm skipping the, the Memphis roster today. I just, I can't do it. Yeah, like you know, we thought Justin Holiday's minutes were secure, and then he went out and played 21 minutes against the Kings. He came back the next night and played 39 minutes. Like. Kyle Anderson getting close to being back. I just, I mean, for me, uh, Memphis is just a, it's a stay away. Like if I'm playing anybody, it's probably Marcus All. Um, I, I think I think if I was playing anybody, it'd be Mark Con- Mike Conley. But yeah, I guess I like Conley. Need, like, man, yeah, but it's just Conley's, like, kind of, Conley's kind of playing like, hey, I want to be traded right now. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Yeah, it just this game stinks. <laughs> like oh, it's God. the slowest projected pace game on the slate so by a lot. It's so um, bad. There's just yeah. nothing that like stands out to me on either side. Like uh, like on the Memphis side, like shooting guards where you got to be Denver and like which shooting guard from Memphis do you trust? Good luck. All right, moving on. Atlanta at LA taking on the Clippers. No total out on this one. Um, Baysmore still out. Gallinari is the question mark here. They're saying he's getting close, so we'll have to see how close he is. Let's start with Atlanta. As far as like just games go, this game is really interesting, just because it's going to be a game that is going to be pretty fast paced. Yeah. So so look, here's the deal. I have pretty much committed to playing stacking against Atlanta the rest of the season until, until it pr- proves me otherwise. Um, so, but with that being said, because of this particular game and the way this game should flow, I feel like the first game on this slate and the last game on this slate are where I want to get almost all of my exposure. So, you know, from the Atlanta side, I like Trey Young at 6,700. Um, you know, now they're starting to get a little bit more of a log jam. Uh, Tory and Prince, his minutes are, are back. So Tory and Prince is probably a guy that I'm going to uh, look at playing. Uh, DeAndre Bembry, maybe. John Collins, one of my favorite bigs on the slate. He's 8,200, uh, along with Dwayne Dedman. Dedman is another guy I really like uh, that's going to play mid-20s minutes. Listen, if you, if you haven't looked at what's been going on against the Clippers inside, you need to watch some film. These guys are getting destroyed, crushed. So John Collins, Dwayne Dedman, these are two guys I'm going to look at. And, and, you know, maybe I play them both. Maybe I only play one. But both of these guys are guys that I, I really like in this spot. Um, so, yeah, but, yeah, Trey Young, Prince, Collins, Dedman, those four guys are guys that I'm really, really interested in playing here. Yeah, Trey Young is a top end play for me on the slate. When we're looking at like pace of play, 
when we're considering matchup, um, this team, you know, not a great team against point guards. Um, 26 in defensive efficiency against point guards this season. And then we look at six out of the last nine games, his usage has been over 30%. Ooh. He has 26% usage on the season. That's a 4% bump over these last nine games. And one of those games, it was 29%. So realistically, seven out of the last nine games, he's seen at least a 3% usage bump on his season average on usage. So I really like this spot for Trey Young. And I know he can be finicky. But he really did well the other night against Chicago. One for 12 from the field and still ended up with 32 fantasy points. Just because he's trying to get more involved in assists, uh, the assists are way up right now. I really like this spot for Trey Young. Outside of that, you know, you mentioned Collins. I don't hate Collins. I hate the price on Collins, but it's not a day we really have to be considered worried about price. So if you like a guy, just play him. Um, and then the other guy, you mentioned Prince. If Prince comes off the bench again, he's a, a really good play. Look at the beginning of the season numbers for Prince and look at the numbers of coming off the bench. Uh, look at the shot attempts and stuff like that. Everything is up when he comes off the bench. He's doing more. He has more of a role off the bench. It's, it's very important to pay attention to when this stuff like this happens. So as long as Prince doesn't go back to starting, this is a spot that I want to play Prince. Um rebounds are up everything's up when he's off the bench so um prince is certainly somebody that i'm looking at on the slate and then that's kind of it i don't want to i know deadman's been doing really well and like you know you know will just got them talking about how bigs have crushed the clippers i don't think deadman's the worst contrarian tournament play on the slate um with all the value out there he'll be pretty low owned and you know, he's a guy that can go out in, in 23 minutes and crush value. So I don't mind Deadman just because of the matchup and the ownership. Let's talk Clippers side of things. Um, I feel like you should have at least two Clippers on every lineup you build on this five-game slate. Oh. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Stevie. I mean, like there's no reason to fade Tobias Harris in this spot. Please, Gallinari, one more day off. Like, yeah, just, just sit out, stay at home. I mean, look, we've got the blur. Gallinari is nearing a return to the court. Uh, I just, man, just please don't play today. Like, just sit this one out. Can I get Tobias Harris? Can I get Lou Williams? Can we get the band back together for one more game? I'd be willing to take a shot on Patrick Beverly in this spot, who, by the way, decided to destroy another slate and drop 47 on Sacramento today. Just just give me one more slate of no Gallinari, and then we can ride off into the sunset. Love this spot, man. Uh, can't wait to fire up some Clippers. Lou Williams and uh, and Gal and not Gallinari and Tobias Harris. Uh, even at 7,400 on this slate, I wouldn't mind playing Lou Williams. This is an up-paced game. Used to play for Atlanta. Um, I don't I don't like it. Like if, he's not going to be the guy I force in. Tobias Harris is going to be the guy that I force in. Lou Williams would probably be maybe the second or third guy, depending on how I decide to rank Patrick Beverly today. But at any rate, the Clippers, I mean, they're just going to smash you. I talked about the fact that I've been stacking against Atlanta. So I'm going to have two or three Clippers guaranteed, guaranteed. I, I take Tobias Harris over Kevin Durant today. That's how, comf that's how confident I feel in his ability to really just, just crush value. 
and it'd be like back to back for the Clippers. This game should stay pretty close. So just to kind of give you guys an idea, the Charlotte New York game is projected at a 102.6 pace. This game's projected at a 108.1. Um, so highest pace game on the slate by far. Love the Clipper side. Pretty much everything Will said. Tobias and Lou are two top end plays for me. I'll mix in some Harrell. I'll mix in some Beverly, maybe. I never played Patrick Beverly, but this is the type of slate that I could play him um, oh. just because. Just because. And Atlanta's, Atlanta's given up, I think, the most steals in the league, too. Like, like this is, I mean, this just has Patrick Beverly five steals written all over it. Like, just trust me on this one, guys. The Clippers are going nuts here. They're going crazy. All right, Will, let's play the morning grind game, and then let's get out of here. Give me your favorite game to go over or under. Uh, Man, let's go under. I'm actually going to take the under in the Golden State-Indiana game. I was going to do the same. <laughs> All right, I got to change my mind here now. Um, Give me the over in the Boston game. Good, good call. like that. I really like that a lot. I like that a lot. Um, give me your favorite play under 5k to 7x. Got plenty of these today. Ooh, favorite K under 5x. Uh, get man, give me Trey Burke, man. That's just the easy one. Get, give me Burke today. He's probably going more like 7 or 8x today, but still. I want to say Shabazz, but yeah. my contrarian bones are telling me that Mario Hazonia is going to break the slate. All right. Senor Hezonia. Like, there's so much value. Ronnie Hollis Jefferson's down there. There's so much value today. If you like somebody, just play it and make it work. Um, over 8K, not to 5X. Who's your bust today? We don't have a lot of options. Yeah. You know what? Give me D'Angelo Russell. Ooh. Um, I'm going to take Durant. Gotcha. I wanted to say Jokic, but I might actually play Jokic today. <laughs> oh, um, no. Oh, no. I'm sorry. It's just, oh, uh, no. Give, nah. me your, <laughs> <laughs> give me your favorite 6X play on the slate. Um, this this one is a tricky one, but I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Tobias Harris, man. I, I like Tobias today. He's, he's my favorite play on the slate. Give me Tobias. All right, so the guy that I would be shocked does not 6X today is Shabazz Napier. Um, I know it's a matchup with Boston, but at 4,600, no Dinwiddie. Joe Harris questionable. Shabazz is going to play 25-plus minutes. He went for 25 fantasy points the other night and shot 23% from the field. So Shabazz Napier, the guy uh, that I'll take here for 6X at 4,600. Um, make sure. You join our listeners league. We want to we have some fun. We want to be able to do this kind of stuff. Uh, we want to have nice things. Um, can't have nice things if you guys don't want to participate. So it'll be a $5 tournament. I'll post it on Twitter, and I'll post it in the comments of the podcast as soon as I uh, get the link sent over to me, which would be in the morning is what they're telling me uh, each day. So, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here, my friend? Man, stack up these clippers. It's going to be a fun one. On that note, uh, we're going to get out of here. Hope everyone has an awesome and wonderful Monday. Appreciate you guys listening. Make sure you go over to iTunes, rate, subscribe, download the podcast each and every day. We appreciate it. Have a Monday.
Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you guys again tomorrow on Tuesday.